All right. So welcome, welcome, welcome. This is an extension of the Tribu Camp podcast as well as Tribu Camp. This is just an informative session for you guys. Uh, I'm really excited because I know a lot of you guys are, the summer is coming and you wanna shred down a little bit more. And I know you've been working hard and I wanna provide you with some information to help you trap, which is transform, regenerate and actively progress. So I'm bringing my homegirl, Carrie De Herrera on here. We work together at um, Equinox. And I have seen this woman transform like right in front of my eyes. After, I mean, not after I had a conversation, but I know everybody in the gym was like, yo, you need to start competing. I competed what twice and I seen her immediately. I was like, do you complete compete? She didn't compete. She wasn't there. But after I met her and I think everybody just kept putting it in her ear, she ended up um, <laughs> competing and she's been very successful in that. And along the way has also received her nutritionist certification or about you know nutrition and learning she knows how to put together a program to help you be successful on stage and off stage so I wanted her to come on because she's been an influence to me online and it's been able to share information that way and she has a new newsletter and she has some offers that she's going to be sharing with you guys because you're attending the conference and anybody that um, may have want information um, so I'm going to Introduce you to Carrie De Herrera. Give me one second to make her the host here. All right, how we do that again now? Boom, go to you, make the host, boom. So I Carrie, host now. take it away. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, so my name is uh, Carrie D. Herrera. I am a certified nutrition coach as well as like a lifestyle coach because my whole philosophy when it comes to nutrition is it's not just about, you know, eating, eating less and moving more. If it was that simple, everyone would have the physique that they want anytime they want. Um, but it's more about like, uh, lifestyle changes, habits, um, healthy changes that we make along the way in order to reach our goals. Um, but so today what I am going to, um, present to you guys is, a little bit about the different types of diets that are out there. And then after that, I'll open it up to um, some questions. So I'm gonna share my screen. I have some graphics to go along with this. And if you are on your phone, you can screenshot sometimes here too. And then don't worry, I'll follow up and send you guys the information as well, okay? Yeah, and these, um, these slides I will actually have as part of my newsletter um, coming up next week. So if you subscribe to my newsletter through my website, carriedherrera.com, um, you will get a written, um, a written version of this um, presentation that I'm doing today, as well as slides, graphics, and all the information about me and lots of other good stuff too. I have this as well as um, some meal prep and planning tips that are gonna be coming out really soon um, that could be really helpful for you to save time and be able to make meal planning um, a healthy habit. All right, so, um, you know, there's a lot of different diets out there. So it's hard to know which one is best for you. Um, yeah. Truth is, there's not one best diet for anyone. Uh, what works for you may not work for another person. 
Um, and you know, that's one of the things like people will be like, oh, you got to try keto or you got to try this or that. And yes. it might be something that works really well for them, but it's important to find something that is sustainable for you. So I'm gonna go uh, give you a brief overview of seven common diets that are out there, uh, who they might be best for, and what foods or food groups are included or excluded from each diet. So the first one we're gonna go over is the paleo diet. Um, the foods and recipes follow the paleo principles of nutrition. They emphasize whole foods, lean protein, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds. Um, they discourage processed foods, uh, sugar, dairy, and grains. Some more flexible versions of paleo allow for dairy, cheese, and butter, as well as potatoes, sweet potatoes, uh, paleo dieters uh, automatically consume fewer carbs, which reduces your daily calorie intake. Uh, so you can start to lose weight without necessarily tracking what you eat because you're going to, by reducing some of these foods, you're just automatically going to be in a calorie deficit. Um, they also tend to consume more protein. Um, there's a lot of benefits of having more protein in your diet. It can improve lean body mass. It can also increase your energy expenditure. Question. I have a question. So mm -hmm. with paleo, why it, it, the reason why what because paleo isn't that like what they use like I guess caveman days, right? Yeah, that's what <laughs> so they I mean, say. That's the idea of it, you know. But so they didn't have potatoes. They didn't use that was that was, I didn't even know that was excluded in in there. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's why there's so many different versions. Like all of these diets, um, you'll notice there's a lot of different versions of them out there. So there's not really any set rules where it's just like one diet straight across the board. Um, and the truth is, is that as much as it's based on like how the cavemen ate, we don't really know what they ate. I mean, we can kind of kind of know from like what was available, but um, it's it's just kind of a thinly drawn line on like what um, is in it and not in it. It's mostly just about avoiding like the processed foods, um, added sugars, dairy, um, like grains and stuff. Uh, Cause you know, they weren't baking bread and stuff like that. I could turn my mic off so I didn't interrupt you, but yes, that was, that's good information. <laughs> I didn't know. All right, so the next one's going to be Mediterranean diet. Um, this is just kind of generic term based on the traditional eating habits of the countries bordering the Mediterranean Sea. Um, there's not, again, like one um, exact version of this because it's a lot of different countries. So there's a lot of different cultures there. Um, so there is some different eating habits across the board there. But um, they do have some common factors. They typically have plenty of fruits, vegetables, bread, other grains, uh, potatoes, beans, nuts, and seeds. Uh, olive oil is the primary fat source. They use a lot of olive oil in the Mediterranean diet. Um, low to moderate amounts of dairy products, eggs, fish, and poultry. Red meat is only consumed rarely, and it centers on primarily um, minimally processed plant-based foods. I had never heard of that one. Yeah, this one's actually really popular. Um, it, 
because they say, you know, that it's, um, it can help with um, like cardiovascular, like there's not as much cardiovascular disease in the Mediterranean. So that's kind of one of the reasons why this diet became a little bit more popular. Um, but again, it's mostly just about, you know, avoiding highly processed foods. It's a mostly plant-based diet, but they do add in um, the dairy products, the eggs, the fish, and the poultry, and they do a lot of olive oil. So vegetarian okay. diets. Okay. Is that's almost like a semi-meatless, right? Uh, the Mediterranean one? Yeah, because I mean, like semi-meat, I think that's kind of what I am because I have turkey and fish. So it's not really just pescatarian because I do have turkey. Mm. So, okay. Right. All right. Yeah, and there's actually going to be some of that here in the vegetarian diets as well. Um, there's numerous variations in the vegetarian diet ranging from vegan, which is plant-based only, um, to allowance of eggs, fish, and even a little poultry. Uh, people adopt a vegetarian diet for many different reasons, ethical, environmental, or health reasons. Uh, vegetarian diets are typically lower in fat and higher in fiber intake, and that fiber intake will help keep you feeling fuller for longer. Uh, weight loss on the vegetarian diet is primarily associated with the reduced calorie intake, um, just because you're eliminating, you know, a lot of your meats, um, you're also having a lower fat diet, so that can also put you in a calorie deficit and help you lose weight. Um, but there's a different, a lot of different kinds. Uh, there's lacto-ovo vegetarians, which eliminate meat, fish, and poultry, but allow eggs and dairy products. Lacto-vegetarians eliminate meat, fish, and poultry, and eggs, but allow dairy products. Ovo-vegetarians eliminate meat, fish, and poultry, and dairy products, but allow eggs. Pescatarians eliminate meat and poultry, but allow fish and sometimes eggs and dairy products. Flexitarians are mostly vegetarian diet that incorporate occasional meat, fish, and poultry. And vegans eliminate meat, fish, and poultry, and eggs and dairy products, as well as other animal-derived products such as honey. So that one kind of goes into like what you were saying with the, um, the Mediterranean diet, like flexitarians, they're mostly vegetarian, but sometimes they even have a little poultry in their diet. But that's like, I think the very important thing to remember is there's no, your diet doesn't necessarily have to have like these hard rules. They're just kind of some general guidelines that can give you some good information on like foods that can be um, like wholesome and, you know, give you some ideas for some he um, healthier options. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's your diet. You can make your own rules. You know, just it's just about like making making more better choices. Right. Could I have a question? So I mm -hmm. have like Juan on the lines and Juan I'm trying to shred and he's young, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? At, at his age. So what would you suggest for what diet would you suggest for somebody like him? For someone who's young, how old is he? How old are you Juan? 16. 16. Yeah, yeah, there's, um, yeah, so, I mean, honestly, at like 16, I would just really kind of focus on, you know, the, 
the best thing is to really get a good handle on like what you're currently eating. Um, I'm big on um, trying, uh, promoting people to track what they eat. You know, it's not like something that you have to do like forever, but you can learn a lot if you just track what you're eating, say for like two weeks um, or a month or even longer. Um, You'll get a lot of information on like where you're starting And I think from there, once you know where you are, you can kind of take a look at that and go, hey, is there like something I can do to tweak this where it might be a little bit better? Um, So tracking what you eat, also tracking like how you feel after you eat certain things um, can be really helpful um, because everyone's going to react differently to uh, different foods, different macronutrient um, intakes. So paying attention to that kind of stuff can really help. And then just kind of making some like small adjustments, you know, uh, making sure that you're getting an adequate protein would be important. Yeah. And then, you know, carbs. What would be, what do you suggest adequate protein? Because I heard it's what, 60 grams, 60 to a hundred grams. So is there the is, there's the, um, the recommended daily allowance that the FDA um, has out for us. And it's, it's pretty low. It's actually based off of uh, individuals who are sedentary. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of us here count as sedentary. Mm-mm. So uh, we need a little bit more protein because there's a lot of benefits to it. It helps uh, you know, build lean muscle tissue. Um, it can help keep you satiated longer, which means you can go longer between your meals. Um, and it can help you with like recovery after your workouts. And it also has like a, a higher thermal effect of food, which means that your body burns calories by processing the protein intake that you have, right. that you ingest. So calorie for calorie, um, you store less calories from protein than you do from carbs and fat. So there's a lot of benefits to having that. Um, for your protein intake, that would be based off of your lean body mass. I don't like to give the recommendations based off. You'll hear like that whole, like, um, you should eat one gram per pound of body weight. Right. Right. Well, that works great for some people. And it's not a good thing for somebody who might be, um, overweight or, um, you know, like if someone, if someone's like 300 pounds, they're not going to be eating 300, uh, 300 grams of protein. Protein. Right. Right. (laughs) So, So going off a lean body mass is actually a better way to do that. So it's a little bit more um, narrows it down a little bit better because you're wanting to fuel your lean tissue anyway. So that just makes sense to do that, do it that way. So age, yeah. So age and lean body mass, um, because as you get older, you actually need to have higher protein as well um, Mm. because we're more prone to, and I say this because I'm, I'm like over 40, but, um, as you get older, you're more prone to like muscle wasting. Um, and it gets a little harder for you to hold on to that lean tissue. So you want to make sure that you get more protein in. And then like for me getting older and like, I've, I've kind of dropped my protein down and I know that it's softened my body pretty much, but I've, I've been, like I said, semi meatless and I feel better. So Mm -hmm. it's been, you know, it's kind of like that thing for when you go from 
getting the muscle and loving the muscle, you know, when you're competing and all that stuff. And then now it's like, oh, it's so soft. And, you know, but I mean, I love it too, but it is that thing where like, I do want to still. So do you suggest like getting your protein from quinoa and like all of that yeah. stuff? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's like so many different ways that you can get protein in besides just through um, like lean meats. You can get it through like, you know, quinoa, you got Greek yogurt, um, like eggs, um, beans, a lot of um, like vegetarian diets or uh, typically tend to have a little bit higher carbs just so they can get their protein intake in from other uh, sources. So, I mean, it's definitely possible to get it in without having like a high meat diet. And Mm -hmm. ultimately you want some, a diet where you feel good. And it's something that is sustainable to you. And if having to force yourself to eat a higher protein diet isn't sustainable for you, then you're not going to stick to it. So there's no reason to do that. Um, I usually give people a range um, when I'm working with clients. And there's usually something like on that lower, especially when you're going off a lean body mass, the protein intake's really not as high as you think it would be. That whole like one, one pound uh, one gram per pound is would be on like the higher end yeah. for most people. So um, the protein recommendations that I give people are adequate, but they're, they're something that is sustainable and achievable for most people to reach, regardless of how much meat they eat. Okay. So was that the last one you had? That was the mm-hmm. end of your... No, we're going to go into, we got low carb diets here. Um, so the low carb diets, these are going to emphasize unlimited amounts of protein and fat while severely limiting your carb intake. Um, the Atkins diet, I'm sure we've all heard of that one. It's most well-known low carb diet. Um, but again, there's several different types. Um, there's like a range of carb intake, uh, between 20 to 150 grams per day between different types of low carb diets. Um, they re- some people get a reduce in appetite and feel less hungry on a low carb diet, um, which automatically reduces their calorie intake. Uh, the downside to it is it's not suitable for everyone. Some people feel really great on low carbs and mm-hmm. some people feel horrible. So that's important. Um, if you, if you like carbs, low carb diet ain't for you. <laughs> Never for me. <laughs> Speaking of low carb, we got the ketogenic diet. Keto is very low, um, very low carb, high fat diet. Um, It has some similarities with Atkins, but um, it drastically reduces carbohydrate intake, replacing it with fat. Uh, Reduction puts your body in a metabolic state called ketosis and what your body uses uh, fat for fuel instead of carbs. Keto diet, again, can reduce your appetite um, and food intake to reduce your total daily calorie intake. Um, It can lead to weight loss in the short term, but it can be very hard to follow the diet long term. Um, I know I have like a ton of people I know who do keto. They're very successful on it, but it's it's kind of something they bounce off of, you know, 
so I see like a lot of yo-yo dieting with keto, unfortunately, and that whole like cycling back and forth between losing weight and gaining it back can be really damaging to your um, metabolism and make it very difficult for you to lose weight in the future. Um, There's different versions of this. We got your standard keto diet that's very low carb, moderate protein, high fat, uh, silicone keto keto diet involves period of higher carb refeeds, such as five keto days, followed by two high carb days. Targeted ketogenic diet allows you to add carbs around workouts. Now these two, these two last ones, those are very popular in bodybuilding. Um, and then their high protein ketogenic diet, similar to the standard keto diet, but includes more protein. Mm. So this one, I mean, the uh, targeted one is kind of more like this carb. These are both kind of carb cycling ones where like you'll have like your low carb days, high carb days, or have your carbs around uh, your workouts. Can you let the person in there? Because you're the host now, let them in. The- oh, yeah. Let's see, how do I do that? Go to participants. Oh, I think. Admit. Is it letting them in? Um, Here, wait, let me claim host right quick. Yeah, do that. I'm a claim host. (laughs) Because <laughs> the um, it's blocking my thing to let people in. Okay, hold on. Claim host, and then there we go. View, and then I'm gonna let Okay, there we go. So there, I'm gonna make you the host again. Hello, everyone. Hi there. We didn't know you were in the the. So when you when they pop in, it should top at the be at the top of your screen, and you could just mm-hmm. admit them. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna hand it over back to you. All right. You still see my slides? There we go. Now you're the host again. Cool. Still see my slide up there? Not yet. Well, let me see. Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah. Intermittent fasting. Okay, cool. Yes. So intermittent fasting. Um, This is cycling your body between periods of fasting and eating rather than restricting the foods that you eat. uh, It controls when you eat them. Uh, It's commonly used for weight loss because it leads to leads to relatively easy calorie restriction as long as you don't overcompensate by eating more during your eating periods. Uh, It's safe for well nourished and healthy people. However, some people should avoid fasting, including those who are sensitive to drops in blood sugar levels, pregnant women, breastfeeding moms, teenagers, children, and people who are malnourished, underweight, or nutrient deficient. Um, There's a few ways to do intermittent fasting. Uh, These are like the most popular methods out there, but there's there's a ton of different ones out there. The 16-8 method is uh, basically skipping breakfast, and then you have an eight-hour eating window and then fast for the remaining 16 hours of the day. The eat and stop method. Yeah. 24 hours of fasting once or twice per week on non-consecutive days. I've never heard of that. (laughs) The five, two method restricting calories to only five or 600 calories 
on two non-consecutive days and then not restricting calorie intake on the five remaining days. And then the warrior diet would be eating small amounts of raw fruits and vegetables during the day and one huge meal at night. Hmm. Yeah, I know a fun. lot of men that do that diet there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do too. Yeah. I actually kind of intermittent fast, um, not intentionally, and I don't, I don't really call it that. Um, I just eat later in the day. Mm. And um, I usually go about 12 hours before I eat my first meal. I don't eat my first meal until after 10. Okay. And the only reason I do that is because I like to have dessert at the end of the day. <laughs> Yeah. So you just save your meal. <laughs> so I just save a meal. So I have something uh, to eat after dinner. And then my dinner is usually my, my lightest meal of the day. So okay. um, like having dessert every day helps me stick to my diet. That's good. That's, that's a good way to think of it. I didn't think of that way. So this is the last one I'm going to go over here. There's, uh, you know, uh, as you've seen, there's a wide range of different diets. They all have their merits, but flexible dieting is by far like my personal favorite. Um, I, it's also known as if it fits your macros, uh, it's basically counting and tracking your macronutrients, your protein, carbs, and fats to achieve a body composition goal. It allows, mm. it follows that belief that there is no miracle weight loss foods, no labeling foods, good and bad, healthy or unhealthy. Um, you just focus on your macronutrient intake rather than eating certain foods and you can achieve your goals while enjoying life. And because you can eat whatever you want in moderation, it tends to be more mentally and emotionally sustainable. So this one though, unfortunately gets like a lot of bad rap um, on like social media because people who are into flexible dieting, myself included, are very prone to post when we're eating our fun foods and not really, <laughs> not really <laughs> posting about like what the rest of our diet looks like, which it, you know, if you're eating mostly wholesome, um, healthy foods throughout the day and you're making sensible choices you should be able to have a little bit of the fun stuff too and that's what I like about flexible dieting is that it still allows you to go out enjoy social events go out to eat and just track what you're eating you know be be mindful about it and just kind of use that information to make choices like you know sometimes you say no to like I went to movie yesterday I didn't have popcorn but then I had a pint of Halo Top and two Oreos at the end of the day. Right. You say <laughs> But I'm telling you, it was less, it was less calories than that popcorn. And I felt better after <laughs> eating it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in summary, there's different diets uh, that work for different people. You should pick one or a combination that suits your lifestyle and taste. Um, an example would be you could combine intermittent fasting and tracking your, your food, like through flexible dieting. So mm -hmm. you can actually kind of combine these, you know, make your own rules. Uh, Cause the best diet for you is the one that you can stick to long-term. Yeah, for sure. Stop sharing that. Can you we'll check to see if anybody the, else came in? I'm gonna make you the host again. 
Okay. See, I don't see anybody there. It it doesn't have the pop-ups when I share my screen, so it makes it a little hard to see. Okay. All right. So basically, um, I just wanted you guys to kind of get a gist of that. I think personally, I, I really am into flexible dieting. Um, and I think for you guys, for each and every one of you, I think it's something, all of them is something that you could look into. I will send you a follow-up after this, but in, in what I'm trying to do for trap boot camp, I don't want you to be obsessive over your diet. You know what I mean? I want you to be able to live a normal life, be as active as you are and find options that make you happy and feel good afterwards. I, I noticed the, the older I'm getting, it's more about functionality as, as opposed to, um, you know, the aesthetic of it all. You know what I mean? For I, at first, at one point, it was always me like focusing on getting the right amount of muscle and you know I wanted to have muscle and I wanted to do that but I realized the older I get that it's like I can't fight against you know the changes and gravity and things like that but I what I can do is like eat foods that make me feel good make my skin brighter so I, I started juicing and I added that to my diet and that's something that I would love to encourage each one of you guys to do so we're going to have some juicing events of it my sister who's on this call she has a company called juice me down so we'll probably have like a juicing session so you guys can get some new ideas on juicing and possibly if you're not into juicing or you don't know how to juice she's going to be launching her company so you'll be able to you know get some juices from her you know to, for you to be successful and um you know i just want to make sure that you guys have options to continue to trap you know our, our lives have, we always bombarded with so many different things. And I know a lot of you guys have seen keto and I know you've seen all these different options and you just don't know which one is for you. And that's why Carrie's on the call. If you want to talk to her, she's also offering a 30%. Was that what it was? <laughs> I'm going to look at the offer. Let me, I'll pull it up. And when the follow-up email, it'll be in there. Yeah. I'm offering all attendees a 30 minute free consultation, as well as 10% off any of my four, six or 12 week nutrition coaching packages. See, I'm about to mess your shit up, grossy. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, if you have any, if you have any questions about, you know, dieting, um, even if it's something general, um, you can always just do like a free, free, uh, consultation with me. I'm happy to answer any of your questions, like no commitments required. Um, but if you just, you know, want to just book a little time with me and it's mostly just general stuff and I'm not like giving you calories or anything like that. I'm always like happy to answer questions. And that's great. I think that's, that's what it's about. It's about sharing at, we we're building our own community and this is about sharing information that allows us to all go in the correct direction. And, you know, anything that can do that, I'm anybody that comes in my path that I feel that can do that for you guys, I'm going to bring them on these calls and, and like on the podcast and, and any, you know, any place after that, because um, things are opening up and my goal is to have an event for you guys um, really soon so we can get out and do another workout together and be outdoors. So with that said, we're going to start the cooking portion and I have all my stuff already cut up. Unfortunately, I don't have it cooked so I could be like, like that for y'all, but <laughs> I got the food here for you. So we're going to start with, um, I'm going to start with the, 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 the meats first. So I gave you the option to grab an ahi tuna salad, or I mean, you can do ahi, ahi tuna steak, a um, salmon steak, a piece of chicken, a piece of, um, or you can do garbanzo beans, right? So this 
vinaigrette that I've created or I didn't create them, I make, you can use it on all of those and you can cook them all the same way. I had already prepared it and I put it in here and somebody else's, one day it's gonna say try boot camp, uh, you know, marinade, but they don't say that right now, they say their stuff, but we ain't got that right. So, but this right here is the exact vinaigrette that I make. And here is my tuna steaks. So I have two tuna steaks that I'm gonna be preparing. Can you guys see this? You need me to zoom in a little bit. So I have these two tuna steaks here. And I, I make this meal actually quite a bit. And I do this vinaigrette on all my meats. And like I said, now you can do it on your garbanzo beans and throw them in the oven and have them with a little marinade on them too and make it like a little bowl. So I'm gonna give you this meal and then you can make different meals from this one, okay? So this first one is going to be the ahi tuna, and we already have the marinade prepared. So I'm gonna shake it up a little bit. In the marinade, I'll send you the ingredients already. There's garlic, there's 21 seasoning salute, which I get from Trader Joe's right here. There's salt and pepper. And I use um, apple cider vinegar. Okay, I'll give you the correct measurements in the email. And I'm just gonna pour that over my over this marinade, right? That's my usual. And then it's got lemon juice in it as well and um, zested lemons, okay? So look at that. Oh, it looks good, huh? Ooh. Uh-oh, look at this. <laughs> so now I, I have some fresh thyme right here. I keep my thyme long. You can pull it off if you want. And I just throw it on the top, right? Because it's going to absorb the flavor once I um, do it. And I'm going to go ahead and set my oven over here. Uh -oh. Set my oven. And on this one, I usually do it at 12, 12 minutes at 375. Or if I use this one, I use 375. If I use the regular oven, I'll go up a bit, okay? So here, about 375 for about 12 minutes, okay? Fish, you don't wanna to cook too long. This one, a lot of people like to have it like um, medium well. I like mine kind of charred. I like it like that because it tastes a little closer to beef since I don't have beef anymore. It takes, it, to me, ahi tuna gets brown like a steak almost or like a piece of chicken to me. And it tastes, tastes just as good. So I have some lemon slices. I just place those right on the top. And then I have some extra garlic in here and I have mushrooms. I love mushrooms on everything and it'll make like a little sauteed mushroom to like add on the top of my, um, my other stuff. Like I said, you'll get the correct directions. And then at the end, oh look, let's see if I can do it like, uh, oh boy, I'm gonna get y'all this stuff. See that right here? <laughs> I got some salt on here and a little bit of pepper. And you know, you should try to use this type because it's best for you. Um, peppercorns are better for you than, and I don't know the exact reason why right now, but who cares? You know what I'm saying? Just do what I'm telling you, okay? All right. <laughs> and after that, we're going to put this in the oven, okay? Now, if you wanted to really get the flavor, 
do a few of these right here. Do stabs in there. And that'll allow like the garlic to kind of push in there. And sometimes I like to take the garlic and stick it inside of the slits because then it kind of gets all throughout the meat. And then you can cover it up for a little while. Don't cover it up for half the time and then uncover it so it can get a little more charred in the top, okay? So we're gonna put this in the oven while we talk. And I'm going to go to the next one while this one is cooking, okay? 12 minutes, 375. All right. Okay, and now for my next one, and then we're gonna go to Carrie. Carrie is gonna provide us with the carbs and the vegetables, right? So my next one is a little salad that you can do on the side. And I like this salad because the summer is coming and we always wanna have something that we can snack on. So this quick little salad, you can snack on all day long. And it's a good, you know, and some people can't have olive, I mean, apple, like my friend uh, Bliss on the call, she can't have apples. So you could do it with pears or you could do it with peaches. That's another good one that does, I think more a crisp piece of fruit is the best. So maybe try Japanese pears or, you know, different types of crisp fruit. So this one is, I just chopped up some green apples. And in these green apples, so that they didn't lose their color and turn brown, I squeezed two lemons on top. So they keep the flavor and they've been soaking in the lemon for about 10 or 15 minutes. So then from that, I have some Persian cucumbers and those have been cut up. I just used two, two Persian cucumbers and I'm gonna put, this already has the lemon juice in it. Okay, so I'm gonna put that in there real quick. And then you can add extra lemon if you want, but it's been sitting in a lot of lemon. But what I did do is I, got the zest of the lemon here and I chopped it up really small and I put that in there. Boom. And then here, personally for me, for my digestive issues, peppermint is really good for me. So I have mint that is chopped up and I also have some fresh, um, what is that? Fresh sage, no basil, basil leaves. So these are good for digestion. So I chopped these up really, really fine. And then I put those in there too, just like that. And this is a fresh salad that, like I said, you can have it all day. And you're just gonna stir it up really good. Stir it up really good. Cover it up into the refrigerator. And now my favorite addition to it is tahini. My sister said I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> this stuff right here. I don't know how to say it, but I take this and I just sprinkle it over there so you have that sweet, salty, savory, like seasoning. It's so good. And you just put it in the refrigerator and you can chomp on this like whenever you get the munchies or, you know, like in the evening when you know I need a little snack, it's going to satisfy that, that flavor that you need. You know what I mean? So these are my two quick little options while she's cooking. My food's going to be cooking. It's got about seven minutes left. So I'm going to turn it over to Carrie. She's going to be your host. I hope you guys like that. Meal. All right, let's go to Carrie. Hold on. You mean it's, you mean it's not called tahini? 
<laughs> I don't know what it's called. Somebody said that's not how you said it. Say it. Okay. That stuff's so good on like cucumber. I have never tried it on apples though. Oh, with green apples? Oh, it's so good. It's good on pineapple too. Oh yeah. That's another one you can <laughs> add to this, this um, salad. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to be doing our vegetables and our carbs. So I'm going to start with the um, asparagus. This is going to be a garlic lemon asparagus. Um, will go super delicious with a lot of things, especially the fish dish. Um, you could even cook this at the same time as you're cooking the tuna uh, because the cooking time and the heat is almost exactly the same. Um, so you can just throw all of that in on the same dish or the same pan and just throw it in, cook it all at the same time. Uh, so save yourself some cleanup and some time. Um, but we'll be doing it separate today. So I have some parchment in a large baking sheet. Um, I just, you know, I'm a lazy cook and even lazier um, at keeping my house clean. So I, uh, I like to save time. So I just use like aluminum throwaway pans. Um, so I'm, I'm all about like time saving. I have a pound and a quarter of asparagus. It's about two bunches here. Uh, they're washed and I chopped off the little woody ends. So all those little hard pieces on the end are already chopped off. So I'm just gonna put that in an even layer on my pan. Spread that out. Now we're gonna add our seasoning. I have one tablespoon Sorry, that was my oven. One tablespoon of olive oil that I'm just gonna drizzle over the top of the asparagus. And then I also have some garlic that's chopped up. Now this, I buy my garlic already pre-chopped because again, like I said, I like to save time. Um, so I can just, you know, just scoop out however much I need and just get to work. So I'm gonna put that on top. And then I'm also going to add about a half teaspoon of salt, not this whole thing. And then you can use some ground black pepper to taste however much that you like. So sprinkle that on and then just give it a toss. So you mix all those ingredients together, get that oil over all of the asparagus. Just spread it out so it cooks evenly. I already have my oven already preheated to 400 degrees. Um, but again, if you wanted to do like, you know, 375 to cook it with the fish, it's not really going to make that big of a difference. So if it saves you some time, cook them together. So I'm just going to pop that in. And then that's going to cook for 10 to 12 minutes. So again, about the same amount of time it takes for you to cook the fish. I'm going to set a timer for that. I don't burn it. 
then we're going to move on to our carb dish. We're going to be making a cilantro lime rice. Um, I hear they have cilantro lime rice at Chipotle and everyone raves about it. I have only eaten at Chipotle once, so I can't say for sure, but it's kind of similar to that from what I've been told. Um, so what you're going to do is start off with about a cup and a half of jasmine rice. Um, you need to rinse it off. I just do a strainer, just rinse it off. And then, um, so it's like ready to go already. Uh, so I have directions for either doing it in an instant pot or a pressure cooker, or you can also do it on the stove top. So I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna cook it in the instant pot, but I'll go over how you do both. Um, so once you have the rice and it's rinsed out, you can put it either straight into the liner in the instant pot, or you can put it into a pan to cook on the stove. So you're gonna add, um, if you're doing the instant pot, you're gonna do a one-to-one -one ratio of water and rice. So you have one and a half cups of rice. So I'm gonna add one and a half cups of water. Now, if you're cooking it on the stove top, you want to do a one to two ratio of rice to water. So if it's one and a half cups of rice, you're gonna to wanna to add three cups of water. So to the rice, we're gonna add a quarter teaspoon of cumin and um, some lime zest. And add a half teaspoon of salt can tell I'm like super exact with the measurements here. <laughs> and you're gonna add a quarter cup of chopped cilantro. Now this again, my time-saving hack, these are partially dried herbs that you can buy like in the grocery store by where they sell like the cilantro. This is like, they're not completely dry, they're just partially dried. Um, so everything's like already chopped up for you. And I don't know about you guys, but when I buy cilantro, I use it in one recipe and then it sits in my fridge and then it goes rotten and you end up throwing it away. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I don't like throwing food away. Um, these cost a little bit more, but I feel like I actually save money because these last for like four months in your refrigerator. Um, the only thing is, is that you have to do, um, it's because it's uh, partially dried. If you were doing a quarter cup of cilantro, you would only do like half of that. So like two tablespoons, there's four tablespoons in a quarter cup. So um, I'm only gonna put about two tablespoons in here. But if you were using uh, fresh chopped uh, cilantro, you'd wanna use a quarter cup. And put that all in there, give it a little bit of stir. Oh, I have my tools, just use my finger. Uh, so I'm doing this a little different. You could put this, like I said, straight into your Instant Pot um, or cook it in the stove top. If you do the stove top, again, you throw the stuff in, you turn it on, bring it to a boil, and then put the lid on, uh, turn the heat down to simmer for about 20 minutes. 
Uh, if you put it in the Instant Pot, you can either put it straight into the liner or you can do what I'm doing. I'm using a smaller pan that will fit inside the Instant Pot um, because this pan is a little easier for me to deal with cleaning up versus this big honking thing. Uh, so if you do it this way, if you do it straight in the liner, you just put the lid on and you're just going to cook it. But um, if you do the pot in a pot method, like what I'm doing, you have to actually add some water into the bottom of the liner. I'm going to put the lid on. Turn that knob, make sure it's on seal. And then I'm going to cook this for six minutes on high pressure. And then it, once the six minutes is up, you'll let it count down for 10 minutes and then you'll uh, release the pressure the rest of the way. And that's it. So those are both cooking. Um, once they're done, I guess I can go over what happens when it comes out. Um, when the asparagus is done, you're going to add the zest of a lemon plus the juice of half a lemon on top of the asparagus. And then for the rice, once it's out, you're going to squeeze the juice from the lime on top of the rice, and then you're just gonna fluff it up with a fork, mix it all around, and then it's ready to go. You're muted. <laughs> I'm gonna make that rice tonight. That sounds good. It's really I, good. It's I've super seen easy. the rice that they have, but I haven't tried it. So hopefully ours is better because I feel like the I food that comes from your hand is the best food anyway. <laughs> you don't need so. all the other preservatives that they have for you. So <laughs> that's a good thing. So we got about, uh, oh, watch this. Three, two. <laughs> See that? And then boom. There's my tuna steaks. Now, I like I said, I personally like them a little more charred. So what I do now is I'll put it on broil at the highest for like two, a minute and a half or so just to get the top real, real crunchy. But that wasn't bad. It was quick. And I'm telling you, it's really, it really absorbs the flavor when you keep it like this. This recipe that I got is actually, I'm going to get back in here. It's actually something that I had stole from this, what is that restaurant right across the street from Dee Dee's house, uh, Alicia? Stone Fire Grill. Stone Fire Grill. Their recipe. And what I found out was the secret, which I forgot to tell you guys, is in the oil, you use garlic oil. So you throw a little garlic oil in there with your grapeseed oil, and that really makes it absorb the flavor. And you make that marinade first, and then you add add it to it before and a little bit afterwards. So it has that nice, you know, that succulent flavor that it has at Stone Fire. So um, before we go, I wanted to do a giveaway. So I have some stuff from Trap Bootcamp. I, I, this outfit that I have on right here, we're offering these on Trap Bootcamp and I have this right here for the person that can chime in and give me three of the eight eating styles. Keto, pescatarian, vegan. Did she say pescatarian? Did you say pescatarian? 
It's, you can't win though. You can't win. I know. I don't. It's okay. I'm a sister. I'm a sister. Somebody else. Somebody else. How about keto, Mediterranean, and paleo? Oh, there it is. So we're going to give that to Miss Patty. I will give you your shirt this week. (laughs) All right. And I really want to just thank each and every one of you guys. I want to be able to bring you more series like this. Hopefully we can do some on live events because I do have to start doing more live events. But um, I want you to be informed. I want If you have any questions, we will send a follow-up email after this. But if you have any questions concerning your diet and you just know you need to get on the right track, hit up Carrie, hit me up. If you have some friends that are interested in getting more information, we have the resources for you. You know, allow, uh, give them the information, tell them to follow us on social media because we're going to be providing way more information. We're trying to build this community. So any friends or family that you know about, send them the information. Tell me, I'll add them to the newsletter. You can also add yourself to Carrie's, um, her newsletter. She's online um, on Instagram at Carrie De Herrera. And then I'm online at Oracle JD and Trap Bootcamp. And thank you all for tuning in and just coming in on a Sunday. I know you have a million other things that you could be doing. And I'm glad that we could provide information to help you to continue to transform, regenerate, and actively progress. That's Trap with us. And y'all are in my kitchen. I call it the bando, you know. <laughs> I'm bringing y'all all that, all that. But thank you again. I really appreciate y'all. So Everybody on the call, I'm going to go ahead and I have this recording. We're going to repost it for anybody that that wasn't able to attend. So if you know some people that may, may be able to utilize this information, go ahead and send it to them, okay? Thank you again for tuning in. I love each and every one of you guys. Thank you, Carrie. I really appreciate you for doing this. Is there anything you want to say before we go? Um... Yeah, basically just, you know, um, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to either like message me online um, or you can, like I said, schedule a 30 minute consultation. I'm always happy to answer any questions um, because nutrition um, and healthy lifestyle is something I'm very passionate about. So I want to do my part to get as much information out there to as many people as possible. Thank you. Are there any questions from any of you guys that you may have? No, just thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I am going to set up a council with you. This is Miss Patty, because this has been life-changing. I'm oh, looking forward to so it. Much. Thank, I don't want to cry, but thank you. <laughs> thank you, Miss Patty. Uh, Miss Patty is so near and dear to my heart because we started together. She started with me when I first started training and I was a knucklehead. I was all over the place and I was really trying to learn the business. And oh, I'm just happy that she out. gave me the opportunity to, to come back and show her the things that she needed to know. So I'm thankful for that. <laughs> Anybody yeah, else? No huh? <laughs> what was I mean, I can hear you. You are... Hey. Sorry. Queen. <laughs> what? The dog. I was trying to say something, then the dog started. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you want to say? Um, what is Carrie's Instagram? It's Carrie. at Carrie D. Herrera. So just my name at Carrie D. Herrera. Thank you. Welcome.
Yeah, go ahead and add her on your list. Uh, she asks, also puts up really vital information every now and then, like every day she'll put up a new notice. She puts her, we, we're also in a program called Iron Revival where we work out with kettlebells. I've been out of commission for the last few weeks, so we're getting back to it. Uh, so we're in that class together and it's something that's been really helping me on my journey as well. So, you know, if any, any information, you guys, I understand the, that it's important for us all to be going in the right direction. And I know personally that I can't save the world. So any resources that you may need, I'm here for you to provide that information as your, you know, fitness curator and trainer and friend. So thank you again for attending this. You got the asparagus all done. I do. Got that asparagus already. That looks good show too. You, mm. Show you what that looks like. Mm. Oh, that looks good. I might that need to know a question. Chat, huh? mm -hmm. Was there a question? Carrie, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. um, is there a, a specific time to contact you or is it, um, do you have certain hours? I have a calendar for booking, um, booking time with me that would have like all my availability it kind of changes depending on the day. Okay. Um, but I do have a, a, um, a link to the calendar. Okay. And, and the follow-up email, I'll put her information for you mm -hmm. to contact her via email, text, and uh, message, okay? So yeah, if you send me, a, send me a message on uh, Instagram, I can just send you the direct link as well. She's not really on Instagram, but I'll get the information I'm, to I'm you. Trying to yeah, get it'll be in the email. Miss <laughs> Patty ain't with that. Now, I don't have Facebook. I mean, no, um, not space. What's that thing? See, uh, uh, <laughs> that's, that, I'm not that old. Back. I'm not doing that far back. I forgot the other ones, but. My space? <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> The face space. I'm we a little more forward space. than that. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you, Kawana. I just love you so much. And you, I tell you, this has been a blessing. I'm so glad. I'm glad that it's been something that you guys can all benefit from. And I'll, like I said, I'll do more of these in the future and we'll do some live events so we can get out there and get in the sun and have some fun too. Okay. So thank you guys again for tuning in. I will see you next time. Uh, if you can snap a shot and uh, snap a screenshot and repost, and let people know that we're doing these types of events to help them out. And I love you guys. Love you too. Love you. See you later. Thank Thank you. You. I'll see ya. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Thank you, Kawana. Thank you, Carrie. You're welcome, You're welcome, Juan. Thank you for coming.